I'm Megan Lutinsky, a senior intern at the Health and Wellness Center, and today I'm talking with campus dietitian Kim Pierce about eating healthy on campus. Can you give us an explanation of the MyPlate and how to incorporate it into the dining hall here at Stonehill? Do you have any tips for sticking to the proper serving sizes of meals and snacks in the dining hall? The MyPlate was introduced by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in 2011 as a visual reminder to eat healthy. So I like everybody, if they possibly can, because this is an audio cast, to look at choosemyplate.gov and check out the MyPlate so that they have a good visual aid um, to know what we're talking about. So this replaced the food pyramid, which was in existence before that. Um, So it used to be a triangle, and before that it was a square, and it's changed shape over the years, but the basic message is the same. Um, I like people to keep the MyPlate in mind when they're building their meals in the dining commons, and you can either do this physically by physically setting your food up like the MyPlate, or you can mentally deconstruct your meals because most meals are mixed. And if you mentally deconstruct them and then put them in the corresponding category, it can help us to see how our portions are stacking up to what the USDA recommends. If you aim to make about half of your plate fruits and veggies, about a quarter of your plate lean proteins, and about a quarter of your plate carbohydrates with a serving of a dairy, then you're doing a pretty good job. Do you recommend always eating breakfast? I think it's important to fuel yourself regularly throughout the day. Um, and these intervals end up by being determined by your sleep-wake schedule. So let's start there. Um, when we aim to get to bed at a reasonable time, get up at a reasonable time, and get about six to eight hours of sleep in between, then we're going to set ourselves up to have a healthy eating day. Everything's connected. Breakfast is going to help jumpstart your metabolism, and it will give your brain something to work on. So the next time that you are in an 8 a.m. class, try to notice how difficult it is to focus on what the professor is saying when you've had nothing to eat since dinner the night before. Um, It's much easier to focus when your brain has fuel to do that. So when we start off the day with breakfast, we give our brain what it wants, and it also helps regulate our meal patterns for the rest of the day as well. When we eat breakfast, we know what time to eat lunch. And when we eat lunch, we know what time to eat dinner. And everything is naturally synchronized. Eating three meals a day also helps us to make healthier decisions come mealtime. The next time you're in the dining commons, when it's been a really long time since you've eaten last, I want you to notice how hard it is to make a good, healthy choice because you're only thinking you want to get food fast and whatever has the shortest line is the line that you're going in. Um, So making sure that we're adequately fueled throughout the day helps us make better, healthier decisions. How much water do you recommend drinking in a day? And what beverages do you recommend sticking to in the dorm and dining hall? Do you suggest avoiding sugary beverages altogether, or what about caffeine? So the general advice on how much to drink is to consume about eight cups of fluid a day to stay adequately hydrated, but some people need more, others need less. It depends on your activity level, um, how much exercise you're doing, how much sweat you're losing, any medical conditions that you might have. In terms of what you drink, water should try to make up the majority of your fluid intake. Um, Other things that can fit into a healthy diet would be other low-sugar beverages like milk and smoothies, coffee, tea, unsweetened iced tea, unsweetened seltzer water. Um, Since sugary beverages like soda and juice don't contain many, if any, nutrients, we should aim to consume these in moderation 
We don't need to completely eliminate them, but moderation is really key. And a good rule of thumb is no more than one of these beverages a week. As for caffeine, we have to remember that caffeine is a drug and its effects are going to be different for different people. The Food and Drug Administration recommends no more than 400 milligrams of caffeine a day to, un to avoid unwanted side effects. So remember that caffeine can make us anxious and give us insomnia, can cause jitteriness, rapid heart rate. Um, just for frame of reference, a Starbucks venti is 24 ounces, and the FDA recommends no more than about 32 ounces of coffee a day. Um, we have to remember, too, that caffeine is found in soda, in chocolate, teas, and in energy drinks. So it's important to tally up how much caffeine you're consuming each day. Um, energy drinks, I tend to discourage those for two reasons. Number one, they contain too much caffeine, generally. And number two, they could also contain other dangerous substances like herbs, which aren't regulated by the FDA. You have to know your body in terms of timing your caffeine. So a lot of people don't respond well to caffeine if they consume it after 3 p.m. Um, so know your body and know what time you need to consume your caffeine so that it doesn't interfere with your sleep. What are some smart things to stock your dorm room fridge with? So snacks are an important way to provide our body with fuel and nutrients. And if you have large gaps of time between your meals, so generally longer than four or five hours, that's a good time to have a snack. A lot of people find that afternoon snacks and bedtime snacks fit well with their everyday meal pattern. As for what to snack on, think about what you had for your last meal. And again, visualize the my plate and ask yourself what food groups did I miss during that meal? And those would be good things to choose for a snack then. Um, so let's say you didn't get any fruit and you didn't get any dairy in your meal, that should probably make up your snack right there. I'm a big fan of the Nutribullets and I like to recommend that students get one for their dorm room if possible. It's a great way to make smoothies, um, which is a great way to get fruit and dairy in. Um, another healthy snack idea that I like to recommend is build your own trail mix. So um, if you buy trail mix that's pre-made, it tends to be expensive and it contains a lot of times um, foods in it that you don't particularly like. Um, so if you make it yourself, then you can get yourself a box of low sugar cereal like Cheerios or Kix, um, Czech cereal. And then get a bag of your favorite kind of nuts, um, almonds or cashews, or your favorite seeds, maybe sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds, and some dried fruit like raisins or craisins, um, and then get some mini Ziploc bags and then make yourself like 20 different trail mixes that you can take with you. Um, they're always readily available. You can throw them in your backpack, um, and they're going to give you a good source of fuel throughout the day. There's some more snack ideas that are on the Stonehill Dining website if you wanted to check out the nutrition section over there as well. What are your tips for stress eating and late night snacking? Are there certain foods or snacks that are better to eat at night than others? What about when the hill is the only thing open? Well, first, let's clarify the misconception that eating at night is bad. I hear that a lot. Having a bedtime snack is a healthy way to stay fueled. The key is what you choose to eat and how much you choose to eat. 
So we've already touched on some healthy snack ideas for your room. So let's talk about some options that are available at the Hill. Sometimes your schedule will send you to the Hill for dinner because you um, might miss the timing of the dining commons. The Hill is a pub-style restaurant, so they are geared more towards the unhealthy types of foods. But that being said, there are still some healthy choices that are available over there. Um, Some of them include the salad bowls, the veggie burgers, the grilled chicken sandwiches on whole wheat. Um, If it's a snack that you're looking for, you can try splitting some of these things with a friend. I'm a big fan of moderation, too. So if you really are looking for that pub-style mozzarella stick, um, just try to get one serving and share it among all of your friends so that you can have a taste of it. Let's discuss stress eating with mindful eating. So mindful eating kind of incorporates the reason why we eat when we eat. Um, We eat for all sorts of reasons. We eat not only because we're hungry, we eat because we're bored, we're stressed, we're lonely. Um, And mindful eating is paying attention to your body's cues for what and how much you choose to eat. Okay, consider this scenario. It's 10 p.m. and you're hungry. You had your dinner at 5 p.m., so it's been about five hours since you've last eaten. So you truly are hungry. To practice mindful eating, you want to try to refuel yourself with a healthy bedtime snack, like maybe a slice of toast, a whole wheat toast with peanut butter and a sliced banana. The key is to try to enjoy this without any distractions. So try to do it when you're not on your phone, you're not watching Netflix, you're not doing your homework. It's hard for the brain to realize that the belly has had food if the brain is distracted by something else. Once you do this, it gives your brain a chance to realize that the belly's full. And so you get back to doing your homework and maybe 1030, you're feeling a little bit bored and you're anxious about a physics test that you have tomorrow. So your first thought is to grab some chips. So mindful eating will remind you that, okay, I've already eaten, I'm full, and now I'm reaching for food for a different reason. And helping to identify that reason is going to be a way to prevent you from falling into that trap. So having other things available to do to prevent yourself from reaching for the snacks will be key. I like to recommend that people maybe take a little study break and color or text a friend or read a chapter of a book that you want to read, not a book that you have to read. And that way you can reward yourself with behaviors that are are more productive and healthier that don't have anything to do with food. Do you have any other tips on social eating? So eating is a social activity. Um, We can practice healthy eating behaviors when we're eating alone, and and we can also practice them when we're eating with friends. When we're eating a snack or a meal, our goal should be to fuel ourselves with healthy foods. And again, we have to think about the my plate um, and visualize that. And a lot of times it's just a matter of trying to increase the fruits and vegetables to balance out the rest of the meal. So this can be done by adding a salad to your pizza or enjoying some raw veggies with hummus, or having a fruit cup with yogurt. Um, Once you're adequately fueled, it'll be easier to to share a reasonable portion of fun foods with your friends. The other important thing to remember is to tailor your expectations. So we want to try to aim, aim to eat healthy most of the time, but life happens and it gets in the way. We go to birthday parties, we celebrate with friends and family, Um, And our food choices aren't always perfect, and that's okay. They don't need to be. As long as we're trying to eat healthy most of the time, 
I like to encourage the 80-20 rule. So try to eat healthy about 80% of the time. And that leaves you about 20% wiggle room for some of the fun foods and the unexpected foods that pop up. And try not to think in terms of each individual meal, rather the average of all of those meals during a week's time. So moderation is key. Do you have any good nutrition resources to refer to us? I do. I'll, I'll give them to you, and maybe you can post them up on the page. So another resource to remember that's available on campus is my office. The nutrition appointments are free, and students can make an appointment by calling me at 508-565-1879 or emailing me at kpears at stonehill.edu. Thanks for listening.